His wife is his only consultant. She's the most beautiful woman, according to him. She's the smartest woman, according to him, and his only real consultant he listens to. That is a problem. She's just flaming his ego. Welcome to Political Contessa. I'm Jennifer Nassor, and this show is here to support your interests in center-right politics, policy, and breaking news. Listen in and discover how to awaken your inner ideal candidate. And if you're ready, how you can jump in and change the world as a runner or a supporter. Welcome to Political Contessa. If you or a friend have ever considered running or you know a woman who should, I've got something just for you. My quick guide called Secrets from the Campaign Trail. It will show you five signs to tell you you're ready to enter the political arena. To get these tips and learn about all new podcast episodes and ways to get involved, head over to politicalcontessa.com. Hello, and welcome to Political Contessa. I am Jennifer Nassour, and I am your Political Contessa. I hope you're all having a really good summer and enjoying the heat of the presidential election cycle. It just never ceases to amaze me. Everything going on, it's so early. But the main attraction seems to be the Trump-DeSantis hatred of each other. But what's super fun here is, I mean, Trump is a big baby. And I think anyone could get under his skin. And that's why he doesn't want to go to the debate. He has everything to lose if he goes to the debate and nothing to lose if he doesn't. He can go and have a rally. He can go on a TV show and walk away and be just like Joe Biden. No better than Joe Biden. If Donald Trump doesn't go on the debate stage, he's Joe Biden 2020 hiding out in his basement. But that's just a little side note. The real conversation for the podcast today is DeSantis. Okay. Do you ever feel like you are living on Mars? Do you ever look at the news and all of a sudden you hear the talking heads song in your head and think, well, how did I get here? Do you ever wonder if politicians ask themselves, my God, what have I done? Or am I right? Or am I wrong? Just need to quote the talking heads because as, as I was thinking of this podcast, that is exactly what was coming into my head. What the hell is going on? How the hell did all of this happen? Okay, well, stage right comes Ron DeSantis strutting in, the smart guy, not taking anything away from Harvard, Yale, Princeton, but seriously, like the guy who went to Harvard and Yale. And he cannot even imagine there's anyone any smarter than him. I know that's shocking for anyone else who didn't go to an Ivy League, but it's true. So Ron DeSantis is trying to actually fulfill two roles right now. So he's trying to continue to be the governor of Florida. And he's trying to run for president of the United States. Now, he probably shouldn't have changed that little piece of legislation in Florida law 
that said that a governor cannot keep his position or her position as governor in the state of Florida if they're running for president. He probably should have let that be so he could have just focused on running for president. But no, no, no. Ron knows better than everyone else. So he is still the governor of Florida. And clearly, he can't keep his mouth shut. And I don't know what he thinks he's doing because the stuff coming out of Florida lately, whether it's the six-week abortion ban bill, whether it's what I just said about changing the rules so that way a governor can run for president and still be governor, which I know I've said this before on my podcast, but just in case this is the first one you're listening to, get this newsflash. Every elected official gets paid solely by taxpayer dollars. That means your money and my money. When we pay taxes, part of what we're paying for are the bloated salaries of elected and non-elected officials. So they work for us. So he should be paying attention to what he's doing in Florida and not running for president also. He also changed law that... He does not have to. Florida has a a state plane. He doesn't have to actually share who's on that state plane so he could be running around with donors, which would be really cute. Okay, fine. I'm still, I'm on my little Ron DeSantis kick. But here's here's the thing that really just got me this past week is that DeSantis had a working commission together. Okay, so he put together a bunch of people. I think there were about 12 people who sat on a commission to to work out some new language for middle schoolers for the their education standards. So the standards say that middle schoolers should be instructed that slaves developed skills, which in some instances could be applied for their personal benefit. Let's see. Let's see. Who... How can I make this sound? Oh, I know. I'm sure the women in Afghanistan who weren't able to drive or they can't go to school, they can't go to high school, they can't go to college, they can't hold jobs. I'm sure that there is some fabulous trait and trade that they are going to get out of being raped, being made stay at home. And not broad in their minds. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, in the US, before women had the right to vote in the 1920s, that was definitely good for us. It showed us that we should have respect for men who are able to go and vote. And before women were able to purchase their own property, we, I mean, there must have been a lesson there too. And when women weren't working, except for prostitution, well, that was definitely, there was some lesson there too. So we shouldn't just talk about, you know, how difficult it was to just be at home and say to yourself, God, I'm a hundred times smarter than my husband is. And I really would like to get out and go work outside the home because these kids are killing me. And it'd be wonderful to go to an office and go have a three martini lunch, just like he does. But no, 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 I'm learning something here. Are you freaking kidding me? Is this guy for real? I can't even imagine that this stuff actually happens. It's 2023. So clearly, it's going to be a divisive battle. 
And clearly this is going to come up in the 2024 presidential race. And of course, Kamala Harris jumped all over this because why wouldn't she? And so and and I and I I can't even imagine I'm saying this. I'm a Republican. I I have a mm, more conservative podcast. I cannot believe I am quoting Kamala Harris, who I think is the stupidest person in the world. But here's what she said. How is it that anyone could suggest that in the midst of these atrocities, that there was any benefit to being subjected to this level of dehumanization? She didn't garble her words on that one. And good for her. And you know what? I hope this crap comes up over and over and over again in the debates in August and going forward by folks like Nikki Haley and Tim Scott and Vivek Ramaswamy. They should bring this up because all the rest of them have family backgrounds that are rooted in a minority culture. In addition to the fact that Nikki is not just a minority, she's also a woman. This is probably the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Now, look, the rest of the, the rest of the standards, it's not that I don't agree with, with what they're doing. And, and I, it's not that I think that DeSantis hasn't been a really good governor of Florida. I actually liked, I like DeSantis as governor of Florida, or I did before he did the six week abortion ban and all the lack of transparency bills. And now this. But he has made fighting the woke agenda in education a signature part of, of who he is. That's fine. That's totally fine. But here's the thing. I'm going to put on my former chairman hat now. Here's, here's what I have an issue with. He's not going to out Trump Trump. He's never going to break into Trump's 30% or whatever it is. So he needs to create his own lane which he has not done. He hasn't figured out who he is yet because he's too busy trying to get Twitter clicks and grab the media attention. He also is not going to out conservative Mike Pence. Mike Pence is a unapologetic conservative, probably one of the nicest politicians I've ever met. Just a really nice, smart man. And he is incredibly conservative, much more conservative than I am. However, I appreciate, just like I appreciate crazy Bernie Sanders being as crazy as he is and unapologetic for his being a socialist, I also feel the same way. If you are that person and you don't do things under the cover of night, you don't do things quietly, and you are trying to actually effectuate some change with some semblance of sense. Ron DeSantis is the exact opposite of that. He needs to, at some point, if he does get through the Republican primary, which I'm going to say right now, I will bet you, if you have my email, if you want to tweet at me, I will bet you Ron DeSantis doesn't make it past December, maybe sooner. He's going to implode. However, even if he got through the primary process, 
The problem is this. He has to win a general election. And 49% of Americans, of voters, consider themselves to be independent voters, whether they are or they aren't, depending on their state rules. But 49%. Well, we have two parties. So split up the other 51% between the other two parties. And it's less than what the independent voters are. And so I ask, does DeSantis have a consultant who actually is looking past the primary to say, okay, if you're going to, if you win the primary and you want to win a general, here is what you should do. Well, here's my advice. Keep your big mouth shut. Stay out of making any more legislation in Florida. Continue to add jobs in Florida. Continue to add to the budget in Florida. Stop fighting with Disney. Stop fighting the the woke stuff. Just make Florida as good as it has been and stop creating any more chaos. But instead, he's not going to do that because Ron DeSantis only listens to Ron DeSantis. He is the smartest guy in the room, right? He went to Harvard and Yale. No one's smarter. His wife is his only consultant. She's the most beautiful woman, according to him. She's the smartest woman, according to him, and his only real consultant he listens to. That is a problem. She's just flaming his ego. And he is not paying attention to what is the most important thing. And all I want to do, I mean, I want Nikki Haley to win this entire thing and become the first female president of the United States before Joe Biden dies in office and makes that crazy woman who can't even conjugate a sentence except for this one thing that she was able to put together. And she becomes the first female president. But what I want is to win a general election. And what I want are good messengers that make that 49% of independent voters want to come and vote for the Republican nominee. And DeSantis isn't doing it. I think if he's doing anything, he's pushing people away. History began before slavery. And yes, there were probably some folks, just like in every single culture, who were, were prosperous and who really were able to lift their families up and living nice lives. Again, every single culture, every single nationality, every race, every ethnicity, we all had some people who were higher up and some that weren't. My family came here from Italy and Syria. They were seeking a better life. And that's a good thing, right? But I would not say that slavery is good. I would not say that when my 11-year-old grandmother was working as a seamstress, that was okay. Because you know what we know? We know that child labor is not okay. Did she learn a trade? Yep, she did. She went on to own her own dressmaking factory. Does that change how I feel about child labor? No, she should have been in school. So Ron DeSantis is not doing anything to help our message for 2024. He's definitely not doing anything to help his campaign, which I'm thrilled about. I'm glad I want to see him out of this race. He's not doing anything to take anything away from Trump. And as a matter of fact, I don't like Trump. I don't want Trump to be the president again, but holy cow, he actually, DeSantis actually makes Trump look like a genius. 
He makes Trump look like he's not doing anything wrong. He makes Trump look authentic. That is really (laughs) pretty unbelievable. So I just want you to think to yourself, even if you are a Ron DeSantis fan, even if you love everything he's been doing, think to yourself about what slavery was and about how these people were treated and beaten and shackled and get past that. How about even the women who were raped by their masters and forced to have babies and then separated from their babies or had babies with their husband, who is also a slave, and then separated from those babies? Think of my hero, Abraham Lincoln, who gave his life to end slavery because he knew it was wrong. This is not funny. This isn't something to joke about. This isn't something to teach our kids. And you know what? The propaganda and the bullshit happens on both sides. Because just like I don't want my kids to be taught in middle school or high school about transgender rights, I also don't want my kids to be taught a side of history that actually didn't exist. So go and think about that. And watch the news, whether you're watching uber conservative news or more liberal news. Look at it from a perspective of the pain and suffering that people go through and where we want to go forward. And yes, we have to look in the rearview mirror sometimes to fix ourselves and to spiffy ourselves up and say, I don't want to go back to that place again. And so we have to do that. And not everything is terrible and not everything is amazing. And yes, I agree with DeSantis and there's the good, the bad, the ugly. That's true. But I really don't see any part of slavery that was good. I don't see any part of concentration camps that were good, whether it was for the Japanese that came into the U.S., whether it was for the Jewish people who were in concentration camps. I don't see anything good with that. I don't see anything good with not educating women or not having the right to vote or not being able to work and own property. I don't see anything good with that. It is what it is. And that's why today we have learned and we move forward. But if we start erasing history on either, again, on either side, I think it's, it sets a very bad course for our country. With that, thank you so much for listening to me today. I hope you go out and you find this article. There's a great piece, actually. It was in the New York Times on DeSantis and him facing all the criticism. It's also been covered on a lot of the news channels. I was speaking about it recently, but go and check it out. Because if you are a DeSantis fan, I would love for you to come over to the Nikki Haley campaign. And if you are not a DeSantis fan, make sure you go and you tell your friends and say, Maybe you should look at this. Maybe you should look further than just the shiny object over here in the corner. Thank you for listening. I'm Jennifer Nassour. I'm your political contessa. Stay happy, healthy, and safe. Thanks so much for listening to Political Contessa. For all the ways to listen and to get the inside scoop on what's happening in center-right politics for women like us, head over to politicalcontessa.com. 